Has your marketing gone bitter or sour? Sit back and enjoy top shelf strategies from the search bar, where we're serving up insights for your digital marketing to work successfully. For today's episode, we're joined by Aaron Bloom, CEO of DocMJ, to discuss digital marketing in a niche industry when facing compliance regulations. Aaron has over 20 years of experience creating, acquiring, and growing complex regulated healthcare companies. We're excited to hear his wisdom today. Welcome to the search bar, Aaron. Thank you. Thank you very much. Thanks for having me. It's awesome to have you here. I'm really looking forward to our conversation. I know we talked a little bit ahead of time, and I think we've got a lot of good things to get into, so we're just going to dive right in. I want to start off with your roots, right? So I think it's really um, interesting to kind of hear where you're from, where you grew up, and kind of, you know, how you got to sit in this chair here today. Sure. Thank you so much for having me today. I am a native Floridian, born and raised in Tampa, Florida. Been here my virtually my all my whole life in a way for school and worked in New York for three years so I had that experience and perspective. But otherwise, I've I've been in the great state of Florida. Fantastic. So you don't really hear that many native. Um, I don't know what we call ourselves, Tampians, or right? Is that the right? Close enough. Say? Sure. Okay, we'll go with it. So we don't hear about that many native Tampians. So that's awesome that you kind of came back here in um, Tampa. And so just uh, you know, with your career, how did you get started in that field? So my field now is medical cannabis, and I started over 20 years ago as an attorney representing healthcare professionals. I represented doctors, nursing homes, hospitals, nurses, and it it grew from representing them to owning and operating healthcare facilities, nursing homes, assisted living facilities, and sort of an outtake of that moved into the medical cannabis. I was looking for uh, a way to help people. The nursing homes are, are wonderful and great places and provide a necessary service, mm-hmm. but you're really just helping people live out their final days. Right. Where medical cannabis presented an opportunity for me to move into something um, much more proactive for people and allow people to uh, live better and healthier lives. It was a very rewarding industry. So it was a very nice move from the regulated healthcare fields of traditional medicine into medical cannabis. Fantastic. Now, that's such a cool arc there, kind of how you kind of those stepping stones that led um, getting into um, medical cannabis there. And um, it's such, um, you know, if we ta- as we kind of said there, it's so complex, so regulated, so many different things going on there. But you need to uh, get the word out there. Right. And I know digital marketing is uh, usually the best way to go to kind of uh, build up. Um, kind of that momentum and um, kind of get, get people interested in there. And so just curious, when did you realize really the importance of having that digital marketing mindset in business? So medical cannabis in Florida really took off in uh, 2016 mm-hmm. when it was approved by a constitutional amendment in the November 2016 election. And so when the regulations came into place and we were able to get started, uh, we started on day one and it became very clear on day two that digital marketing was going to be very important. Right. There was this thought in the industry that we're going to open up our doors, put a sign out on a busy street, hey, guess, you know, come in and get your medical recommendations today. And we were ready for the lines to start forming of, of people who are anxious to sure. do that. That didn't happen. <laughs> so on day two of this business, you realized, okay, we have to get out there. We have to, job one was to let Floridians know this is available. It's here. It's legal. Here's what's available for you, and here's who would benefit from it. So from very early on, we knew that, that educating the public and, and public awareness was the most important first step in growing this business. 
Fantastic. So you knew it from day two, which you've been now you've been doing it for a while, I guess, right? And so um, really want to talk about, um, let's dive into that a little bit more, right? We call this section time to grow. So let's grow a little bit here. And let's talk about the difficulty of developing a strong marketing strategy, right, in your industry. Um, I've not talked to many people in this industry, so uh, I'm really looking forward to learn more about it as well, kind of with the compliance and legal requirements. How have you managed to keep your digital marketing going and kind of moving forward? So it's, it's challenging because it is still federally illegal. So you are marketing and advertising a product that is against the law um, in violation of federal law. So that uh, adds a lot of complexity. A lot of traditional forms of of advertising are just not available either because they violate federal law or they violate state law. And each state is different. So you have to be aware of what are the state rules and what are the state restrictions about what you can say and where you can and can't say it. So... A lot of it's trial and error. So Facebook, Mm -hmm. obviously an an obvious online uh, digital marketing platform, does not allow medical cannabis advertising. None at all. By their policy, correct. They don't allow it. Now, there are ways around it. You have to be creative and a lot of trial and error. So Uh you can't say, hey, come get your medical cannabis card. What you can say is, you know, come find green health, (laughs) health Mm -hmm. naturally. And you know, the further away you get from using the prohibited terms, the less effective it becomes, the more likely it is to be approved and, and you can run with it, but people might not know what you're advertising. Right. So it's a very delicate balance of how to message something that is permitted by these platforms, but also effective. So it's a lot of trial and error, a lot of testing, and, and you learn over time what works and, and what doesn't work. And that's the, the sort of the challenge and sort of the fun. Yeah, no, fantastic. So great example there with Meta Facebook. Is there any other channels that you've um, tested, kind of had trial and error like that as well? All of them. I mean, you know, texting, um, even even um, all Twitter, you know, um, X, whatever whatever it's called today. Right, right. Uh, again, they have varying rules, sometimes inconsistently applied and ever changing as medical cannabis grows to be more and more commonplace and more accepted. But every, every even TV and radio for a long time were saying no, uh, and then they would say yes, but again, with heavy restrictions. You can do it, but you can't say um, that you're going to cure things. You can't make claims. You can't um, talk about the benefits of it. You can just say it's available. So you can educate the public, but you can't actually tell them why it's good for them. So the rules constantly change and are interpreted differently by different platforms. Got it. Yeah, so it seems like, your website probably has to do a lot of work, right? Because that's the one platform, you know, that you own where you can put on a lot of information there. So um, I'm sure that's where you're sending a lot of people to, to learn more and kind of, you know, find a, um, a clinic near them. Is that right? Correct. So in Florida, you are required to see the doctor in person. Mm-hmm. So you have to have a, a doctor's office all over the state to service the state. So it becomes a local localized search play. Right. So, so yes, so you want to be, you want to rank high in searches of cannabis doctors near me and it becomes a, a sort of a natural Google uh, keyword um, play to try to find people who are um, predisposed to, who are looking for this product and looking for this medicine. Mm -hmm. And so, yeah, certainly um, um, organic searches and and well-written blogs is, is a key to the online digital marketing. Yeah. Makes sense. I mean, 
because you already have people out there that are searching, right? That's where the search engines really are strong. That's where your website, your local presence really comes in because people are raising their hand and saying, hey, I'm looking for this. You just need to be there and rank as highly as possible to really get those people to choose you over your competitors. That's where we are today. But in, in the early days, it was even educating people that it was available. Even today, when you talk to people, they look at you and say, oh, yeah, is that is that L, is that legal? I, I saw a dispensary somewhere. Are you a dispensary? How, how do I get that? What are the rules? So there's still a, a high degree of education and letting people know that, that medical cannabis is a legal and viable option in Florida. Yeah, because it's been illegal for so long, right? Um, you think about it, you know, we have wine sitting here on the table for you guys listening, you know, here at the search bar, you know, um, we really like to lean into kind of our origins um, of uh, the, the SEO sommelier myself and wine and everything. Um, but in, I think in some cultures, right, wine and um, cannabis almost go hand in hand, right? Um, where um, wine is legal, cannabis is illegal, and it just has that social stigma for so long, right? And I think that's um, here as well. You know, you said it became legal in 2016. Here we are six years later, and people are still not, still don't know um, that it is legal now, and they could, um, if they, if it's necessary for them or they wanted to, they could take advantage of that. Yeah, absolutely. It's, and you mentioned wine. It's interesting when we talk to patients, what we found is a lot of people have replaced their alcohol consumption mm -hmm. with cannabis consumption. And what they'll tell you is, you know, I came home from a long, hard day at work um, after putting the kids to bed, and I used to gla enjoy a glass or two of wine to help unwind at the end of the day. Cannabis will do the same thing for you without the calories, without some of the, the negative impacts of, of, of alcohol. So we have a lot of patients who have replaced their sort of um, anxiety treatment, if, if I can call it that, um, that was alcohol with medical cannabis. Fantastic. Yeah. Well, I don't want to get too much into the the medical side of it here, but that's seems like a, another discussion for a later point, per, perhaps to talk about that but, more. But that's part of the, the education part, right? Yeah. And convince, explaining to people the benefits and, and how it can be used and why you would benefit, even though you say, Hey, I don't need this. Maybe you don't cause you're, you're self-medicating with alcohol. But if, but if we can educate people to the benefits, they can learn um, alternate ways to treat their, their symptoms. Awesome. And that's, you know, coming full circle there kind of with all the digital marketing, and everything. I, I love that. Um, is there a certain campaign or one campaign out there that you're really proud of? It would be the education campaigns. Okay. Um, when we get out there and we can really get stories that move people and we can connect with people and we can educate people that people just like you are doing this. And that's usually what it takes. You have to understand your audience and then market to them and let them know these are not just kids with skateboards in back alleys who are, who are smoking marijuana. This is people just like you, professionals, parents, people who own homes, people who have educations, who are medicating with cannabis. So I think any of the campaigns where we, we were able to reach people and explain to them that people just like you are seeking and finding benefit from this have been uh, successful and rewarding because we've, we've been able to change a lot of people's lives by educating them about the benefits of medical cannabis. Awesome. Okay. I love, love that idea kind of with the, um, that you guys aren't out there just, you know, Hey, do this now, sign up, et cetera. It's, um, actually giving people all the, um, I guess all the information, all the background so they can make their own educated decision on it. Absolutely. We, we don't want people who are, who aren't, 
um, who aren't qualified and won't benefit. Um, mm-hmm. Those people are not recurring patients. They won't come back. It's expensive, so we don't want people to waste their money and be disappointed. So we are only looking for people who truly will will benefit from it. So we're, we do try to limit the marketing to make it very clear this is what it is right. without misleading people um, that it's something else. Fantastic. Awesome. Well, thank you, Aaron. That was all very cool. Um, Next up, we're going to talk barrels of wisdom here. So the name of the podcast is Search Bar. So one of my favorite questions is, what's the last thing in your search bar, Aaron? The, the first and last thing in my search bar is always, um, um, I'm always looking for information about the industry. The regulations in this state and in the other states that we're in change so constantly, either, either by regulators changing them or by citizens initiative. I'm always searching what's the latest rules and regs, mm-hmm. and I'm also searching for the science behind it so that we can, we can stay on top of, of what science is telling us about these products so we can educate the, the patients of how they can best utilize it to get the best benefit. And so when you're searching, right, and everybody's seen it, the Google search engine results page has a whole bunch of different links on it and information, everything. So how do you know which ones are legit, which ones you should trust, which ones you should read, and which ones are maybe the ones you should be avoiding? Yeah, that's tough and probably in any industry, but certainly in this industry, because there are not any really well long-term established authorities, it's sometimes hard to separate Um, those who are more of a a rec biased versus the medicine bias. So you look for credible sources, credible news sources, and in government organizations that are are putting out information about this. There's some pretty good research from some pretty high-end websites now that that have good, credible information you can rely on. Got it. Okay. And um, I know it's different from state to state, like from, you know, Florida might be different than Georgia, et cetera. So, um, I'm sure when you're digesting the information, that's something you need to pay attention to as well. And so um, how 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 is that managed kind of from, um, I guess, um, a research education standpoint? Are there, you know, um, is there um, data available for state by state or how does that break down? So, yes, each state has its own data. The challenge is they all report it differently. Some weekly, some monthly, you know, some report in detail, some report in, in broader uh, terms. The the other interesting thing is that we've seen it now go from illegal to legal to mature in so many states that there is a, a natural um, trend or a natural progression. So you can look at a state like Georgia, which is much newer than mm-hmm. Texas, which is not as new as, as Georgia, but, but certainly behind Florida and go, okay, here's where they're going to be in a year. And it's sort of skating where the puck's going to be. Yeah. So we try to set ourselves up in a marketing standpoint where, okay, Georgia is a new state that the products are not available that we know patients are going to want and need, but we start establishing our digital marketing presence there today before it's really valuable, knowing that the tsunami will come, knowing that the, the market will get better, whether through demand from the patients or, or through some other way, we know where it's going because we've seen that happen in so many states in Florida, Massachusetts, in Ohio, in Pennsylvania, that we know where it'll be in, in 12 to 24 months. And it's, it's a different pace for each state depending on its politics, mm-hmm. quite frankly. Sure. Um, but it's going, it's moving. And so states like Texas, states like Georgia will open up and will become much bigger markets. So we're there investing time, energy, and money and building the digital presence. So when that does happen, you're at the forefront. Awesome. So I'm curious with digital marketing, you know, and unlimited markets such as yourself that you're addressing there, you know, you want to target your customers effectively, right? And you mentioned earlier, you know, med versus rec, which is, you know, medical use versus recreational use, which um, to me sound like are two completely different targets there. So how do you 
go about targeting your type of customer effectively? That's a great question, something that we talk about quite frequently. We, we work very hard to maintain our brand integrity, and we talk a lot about wh- what do we want our brand to, to say and represent, and we try to keep it very medical and very high-end. So it's very clear that we are talking to patients and talking about relieving patients' symptoms. So you stay away from the reefer madness. You stay away from some of the memes. You stay away from people, you know, smoking joints and getting or jazz cigarettes. Exactly, and we do it for a couple of reasons. One, because we we do have a lot of doctors who who you know who are we have over forty physicians who work for us. Yeah. They take this very seriously, and so they don't want to be associated with a brand that is known for pushing pot. We we don't want to do that. The other practical business sense is that it is not inexpensive coming to. There's no insurance for this. So there's no coverage. So it is right. private pay out of your pocket. So you have to pay the doctor. You have to pay the state to have your to get a card from the state. And then you that's all before you walk into a dispensary and purchase the actual product. So people who are looking for it <clears throat> simply for rec will not stay in the program. It doesn't make sense for them. And, and so there's just no reason to go ahead and to market to them. So we work very hard to maintain a brand that represents the medical side of it without um, implying or having anybody assume they can come to us, easily get a card, and just go smoke for recreational purposes. Makes sense, yeah. And I'm very impressed what a great job you guys have done at that, right? Because it's uh, so easy to kind of uh, um, fall in with kind of the, uh, um, the established kind of mindset of, oh, it's a recreational thing, right? It's not a medical thing. So that comes back to the education part, I think, as well, which you guys do a fantastic job at. Um, so just curious, you know, you're, you're on the brand side there at doc MJ. Um, I'm on the marketing side as a marketer. Um, what can marketers such as myself or an agency who's, um, approaching companies like you and want to pitch you for their services? Do you have any tips or tricks for agencies or marketers? The most important thing I would say for for me personally is to understand my business before you make the pitch. People will come to us and they will pitch how to sell more product. Well, I don't sell product. We don't, we don't touch the plant. So we don't sell the product. Um, we don't grow the product. We are not a dispensary. Mm-hmm. And, and, and even the, the rec versus medical side, we are not looking to just drive as many eyeballs as we can to our website or as many humans through our doors. It's not a fast food restaurant. These are people who have to have qualified conditions. In the state of Florida right now, we have about 4% of the population that's on the registry. And the estimates are that maybe 6 7% of the population could ultimately qualify under the current regulations. So this is not a, a mass market to everybody in the world. We have a very um, specific market of people who are willing to try medical cannabis, have the qualifying conditions, and would benefit from it. So when, when people come to me and clearly don't understand what my business is, it, it's a sign that it's probably not going to work as a, as a relationship and probably not going to work as a partnership. So I, I would say, number one, uh, know the, the actual business side of the, of the client you're pitching to. Because I, I am open and I am always listening and always looking for who has a better idea than I do, sure. who has an idea that we haven't tried. And we try everything. I mean, there's, there's really nothing that we won't, we won't go after and, and see what works. Makes sense. And I think that's a tip no matter who you're approaching, right? Like do your homework, understand what they're about. You know, um, for myself, when I'm interviewing people for employment for a job, and I ask them, hey, why do you want to work here? And they don't even know anything about the company. They haven't even looked at the website. It's definitely scary, right? Same thing, you know, when you're pitching a brand is you want to understand what are they about, who are they um, targeting, not just coming up with a cookie-cutter solution. So thank you for sharing that. That was great. All right, so next up is uh, the Perfect Poor. 
um, probably my favorite part of the podcast here. So Aaron, ahead of time, we sent you some Mad Libs, aka fill in the blank story to help create a wine label, right? That's uniquely yours. Um, and I'm just curious what you came up with there. So for our label, we would call it natural relief. Nice. Okay. Very cool. Um, and what would the uh, two key ingredients be? So, so my bottle of marketing has two key ingredients, which would be compassion and education. Mm, I love that. Okay. And, and the blend is best for anyone who wants relief from suffering. That's awesome. So very cool. I want to talk more about the two ingredients, right? So um, education keeps coming up, right? So I think we already covered that pretty well of why education is necessary, why that's such a big part of the brand. But what, the, what about the compassion part? The compassion part is to reinforce the reason we exist and the benefit that we bring to our patients. I mean, the first question is, you know, why you? Why should I come and give Doc MJ my money and come see your doctor? I, I tell our, our people all the time, we don't sell appointments. Nobody wants a doctor's appointment. Nobody wants to go see a doctor. Right. We have to sell compassion for their suffering because we are offering relief from that suffering. We are offering a better night's sleep. We are offering a day free from stress and anxiety for people suffering from, from PTSD and, and other mental issues. And we are, we are selling and providing relief from suffering from people who have chronic pain. And, and those are the main reasons they come to us. So if we can be compassionate to those people who come to us in a suffering state, it, it goes a long way to brand loyalty to serving the patients well so they'll come back to us when, when they're due for renewals. And they, they've tried everything else. You know, mm. but Before you come to cannabis, you have tried every other drug on the market. You've tried other forms of, of relief. And so most people come to us as a last resort. So we have to understand their suffering and make sure we're sensitive to that when we deal with them and let them know that we care. And we're not just there to, to run them through, through a system and through a doctor's appointment. And that's why it's just right. so important that, that that's an element of, of our business. Now, beautifully said, and um, I can almost like picture um, the manifestation of that, like how that comes through, you know, in your marketing campaigns, on your website, in the doctor's office and everything. You said something interesting, right? They've tried everything else before, and this is kind of almost like the last resort that they're trying. Um, is that something you think that might change over time with more education? Or do you think that's kind of the, the place for medical um, cannabis? No, I think, I think the education and the education leads to more people trying it, which leads to more acceptance. Mm -hmm. So the reason people come to us last, because it's much more uh, socially acceptable to go and get a painkiller from your primary care doctor, to go right. get some antidepressant from your, from your primary care doctor or from a psychiatrist. Um, that just seems like the natural first course that everybody tries. Insurance covers it, so it's it's easy, it's it's available. So I don't I don't know when that changes, but but yeah, I, I think that we're offering and medical cannabis offers an alternative to those traditional medicines that provide equal, if not better, relief without the risks and the side effects. All right, so let me throw you a curveball here. So I recently had a um, a sinus infection, and so I went to the doctor, you know, and you get the Sudafeds and all the other things there. And someone texted me and says, weed is the answer. You should have had weed. Um, and they said, well, maybe it wouldn't help, but at least you'll feel better. So just curious, is that uh, one of the applications for it or not? It's not necessarily an application for an infection or for a virus. Okay. It doesn't treat that. 
what it does treat are symptoms. It is a symptom relief medication at this point. So if there's sleeplessness, if there's anxiety, if there's pain associated with that, certainly it can help. I mean, nobody is arguing that it replaces traditional medicine, and there's certainly a place for traditional medicine in our healthcare system. But for many people, it it is a a way to resolve and relieve uh, day-to-day suffering. Got it. Awesome. I think... I think that was it. That was awesome. Aaron, thank you so much for joining here on the search bar. Um, I hope everybody listening out there had as much fun as I did learning all this awesome stuff. So cheers to everyone. And thank you so much for joining us at the search bar. You can connect with Aaron, myself on LinkedIn, follow along with our journeys. We'll add the links to connect with us directly in the episode description. And of course, if you have any SEO or digital marketing questions, reach out to me directly on LinkedIn as a CEO of Digital Neighbor. You can probably tell I love talking about this topic, about digital marketing, SEO, anything out there. Always happy to talk shop with anyone. And we really hope we filled your glass with digital wisdom. And we will see you for the next episode of the Search Bar real soon. Aaron, thank you so much. Thanks for having me. It was great fun.